Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, I'm Dave, and this is my wife, Kathy. Hello! And you're listening to The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. And today, it's Star Wars Day. We're going to see Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. That's right. I almost said The Phantom Menace, but we, one that of was us, a while ago. <laughs> one of us is more interested in the Star Wars franchise than the other. Yes, correct. Yeah. Dave is Yes, more I am the one who's more interested. <laughs> uh, stereotypical... Um, and I have Male only seen interested in Star Wars on, from a young age. Only seen Star Wars because Dave wanted me to watch them when we first got together, and I intermittently watched them with him. And we actually rewatched, or well, Dave rewatched the Last Jedi this week, and I watched it for the first time. Um, so we recorded yes. a review of that over on our Patreon. If you're listening, uh, if you're interested in Patreon, head over there. So we won't go into the Last Jedi now, but so it's patreon.com forward slash the cinemile if you want to hear myself, Kathy's uh, uh, thoughts on the Last Jedi, and my renewed thoughts on it. Um, or if you want to hear my initial thoughts on it, scroll back in the feed two, about two years, <laughs> uh, and uh, you, about a hundred episodes you, ago, you can get my uh, my late drunken rant about why I didn't like that movie. Yeah, Dave was very upset um, about that movie. But anyway, anyway, get, onwards and upwards. Yeah. So we're back. JJ Abrams is 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 back. There's a new hope in town, <laughs> or an old hope. <laughs> um, it's the end of. They're billing it as the. Um, the end of the saga all the trailers I were... mean go away Disney you're going to make a thousand more yeah, of them as if it's and the also, end of nothing also um, I'm sorry the end of the saga happened in 1983 and then it happened again in 2005 this isn't the end of the saga <laughs> the saga will continue until we, uh, we are long gone and our grandchildren are watching episode uh, 
90. I hope our grandchildren will have better taste than to be still watching this franchise. Taste won't exist. Disney will own taste. <laughs> Do you there know what it will one, be like? There will be one flavour of movie and it will be Disney. <laughs> it will be, be Wall-E. Disney, Disney equals movie. It will be like Wally when all those people in the future just stare at screens all day, but they'll only be watching Disney movies. Yes, but it will be beamed to their eyes um, via w- a Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. That's, yeah. that's the most futuristic thing I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so one huge Star Wars ball I'm one person who I'm completely neutral on Star Wars I'm a, I'm a Star Wars um, long time Star Wars fan who has given up on Star Wars as in <laughs> you've given up last time I'm pretty sure you swore you were never watching a Star Wars again and yet subsequently we've been to see I know here we Solo are. we've both watched The Last Jedi this week and yeah. here we are because you made me come to see this Fine, tonight but my point I, I, I did not live up to that promise however <laughs> I am checked out of this Franchise, don't care, don't like whatever's going don't on. Don't care, and yet when I said I don't want to see it, let's not bother seeing it. You said, please, we gotta go see it. No, I can't do this. thank <laughs> you for like making me out to be some sort of ridiculous man child. <laughs> I said we have to go and see this because there's going to be a huge discourse about this movie, and we have a movie podcast. <laughs> lest you forget, um, what are you just not going to do it? And then I mean, I'd rather watch Cats. <laughs> oh, which honey, we will watch. We're going to watch Cats as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Um, I'm not missing out on that no. catastrophe. No, I, the puns roll off. Normally, the, before we see movies, we don't read reviews, but we've both couldn't help ourselves oh my reading god, the cat I've been reviews. Relishing the reviews, yeah, they're of that. so fun. They're fantastic. Anyway, come on, we need to go in. We're going to get some pizza because we're going to the Light Cinema, who do amazing pizza. We've not had dinner. Basically, the only way I can get through this movie is pizza, popcorn, and sweets. I got bad news for you. What? This movie is two and a half hours long. Yeah, that's why I, I know that. That's why I need so many snacks. It's <laughs> right. the only way. Right? If you're right. eight months pregnant and your husband makes you go and see this movie, you need a load of cushions and you need a load of snacks. You have a bag of cushions. I have a bag of she's cushions. Not, she's not joking. <laughs> this is the sound of a bag of cushions. It's very, I look very cool when I go to the cinema. All right. Um, okay. Right, we'll Bye. see you on the other side. It's an instinct. together we're not alone good people will fight if we lead them people keep telling me they know me no one does Right, we're just out. Skywalker has risen. <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, what we do is uh, we're just going to talk about our general thoughts about the movie and then we'll warn you when we come up to Spoiler Street, which is a real place that exists. Yeah. And it's at a very specific point in our journey. Yes. <laughs> every week. Um, okay, Kathy, I. Um, we obviously haven't uh, spoken about our opinions of the movie, but I have a feeling that we're on polar opposite sides I of this. have a feeling too. <laughs> Will I tell you what I thought of the movie? Judging by 
your cheers and my and my size. <laughs> they were like, I was like, yay! And then I looked over and Dave's like, <sighs> okay. Well, I tell you what I thought in brief before spoilers. Go on. Uh, so first of all, thank you for making me watch the Last Jedi because I wasn't going to bother because I thought, who cares? I don't need to have seen it. No Actually, one, no one has ever said thank you for making me yeah, watch the Last it Jedi. It really helped me um, a follow this movie and b it really. I, I'm really fascinated because they've, I feel like they've been such kind of polarizing movies. And while I've not um, read any reviews of this one. I couldn't help but see on Twitter that everyone was complaining about it and couldn't help but see headlines about it having the lowest Rotten Tomato score or whatever for a movie, a Star Wars movie. Uh, so I was very much aware of the negative sentiment to this and because you made me watch The Last Jedi and then explained why everyone hated it because it was subversive, apparently. Um, I, I understand it more now, apparently. so thank you. Um, now, so... Overall, my thoughts are... And, okay, I say this with a very, very strong caveat. I do not remember the original trilogy. I watched it, like, 15 years ago once. Don't remember it. So, with that caveat... Yeah. This is my favourite Star Wars movie oh, I've ever God, seen. God, God. <laughs> oh. completely shocked. What, Dave, stop walking. I've actually stopped. I'm stunned. I completely shocked myself at how much I like this movie. And fuck? I'm really glad because I hate going to the cinema and disliking movies, right? That I find that really tedious and, like, no fun. Yeah, why would anyone like that? Well, you know, you sometimes people relish watching a bad movie, but I... Yeah, okay. I mean, I might relish cut, watching Cut to cats. us in our Cats review <laughs> yeah. next week. Yeah, but I don't want to go and see a two and a half hour movie and like not enjoy it right um, so first of all I thought it looked lovely I thought it looked really lovely and much nicer looking than The Last Jedi what do you mean by lovely? like, like it was colourful and bright okay, and yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed the settings um, now Last Jedi to, be, Jedi to be fair we didn't see it in the cinema I only saw it at home but I thought this looked much nicer and again caveat I don't remember the first one in this trilogy um, I thought it was much more coherent than The Last Jedi so one of my problems with The Last Jedi was there was loads of characters and loads of plots and I didn't really feel invested in, in anything. But I really like that at the core of this it's like Ray, Poe and Finn and I felt like I was really following their journey. Um, Ray is so much better and more interesting in this movie than the last one. Not only is her character more interesting but I feel like the actress is much better. Like, she's had some acting lessons since the last one. Um, I liked a lot about Ray that I'll get to in Spoiler Street. Poe and Finn are such so great and I love seeing them together I think they've lovely chemistry Donald Gleeson's better he's not so hammy uh, I love Kylo Ren he's like my favourite right I absolutely love Kylo Ren uh, I cried twice during this movie what? <laughs> um, and I like uh, no wait that's a spoiler I'm not going to say I that I love. I was crying in desperation. <laughs> I love all, the, and I, this is a, of any Star Wars movie now. Um, I love all the creatures; like they're so cute. There was yes, one creature with, that was like a there. little gremlin. Yes, yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. I love the droids. Um, uh, yeah, the droids got a lot more to do in this. Yeah, the droids were really good, and the action sequences. Just for me, I think there's no comparison between J.J. Abrams doing action sequences and Ryan Johnson like they're so much more coherent and easy to follow like I really couldn't follow the ones in The Last Jedi uh, and I, I say this as someone who loves Ryan Johnson because I just saw Knives Out and thought it was incredible but I don't think that this movie this kind of movie suits him I think it suits J.J. Abrams um, and also this wouldn't sound like much of a praise but compared to The Last Jedi there was just no chunks of boring pointless scenes that like could have just been cut out of the movie 
Um, so that doesn't sound like much of a much of a compliment, but it really is in this world. Well, uh, <laughs> so they're all my compliments and non-spoilery. Okay. And then we'll wait till we get to spoilers because I did have some issues with it, of course. Like I don't think it was a perfect movie, but uh, that was just all my general feelings. Oh, look, I look. All right, I'm gonna agree with you. Oh. That. No, not not. I don't, don't agree with. Oh, I, I disagree with almost everything you said. Oh my god! The but saddest gr- part of this review is we're walking by the bowl, the bowling station where we came so optimistically last week. Oh, let's, come on, let's not talk about it. Um, I no, no. The, oh, the bit I agree with you on actually. Well, I, lo- I loved all the cr- creatures and the muppets, puppets, and the. They were so and cute. Um, and I love that this all the creatures were actual puppets, and you could see that. Yeah. Um, loved all that. Um, the bit I agree with you is that, yeah, it wasn't boring. <laughs> um, it really wasn't. The and Last like, Jedi was just really the Last boring. Jedi, there's a lot to be said for a um, not boring movie. But this was never, I was never bored. Like, and it whizzed by. Yeah. Like two and a half hours, just like a breeze. However, I'm, that does, that's not a compliment. Just well, because something, is. no. For a two and a half hour movie. Fine. I, as in, I was like. But it's like, what's it like? Um, ice cream isn't boring. Um, yeah, but, and ice cream's also but lovely. But it makes you feel sick afterwards. And it's just... <laughs> Depends on what you um, eat. Yeah, it's, it's just like eating ice cream for two and a half hours. Like, it, it wasn't boring. It was visually stimulating non-stop because it never fucking took a second to to breathe. Um but it wasn't good. This is not. I, I thought it was a terrible, terrible movie. Really? It's making me awful, awful. I thought, um, it, if anything, it's you made. Thought this was a terrible yes, movie. I thought it was dreadful. I thought it was a fucking abysmal movie. What? Um, th- like it, it is actually making. Hey, you think this is an abysmal movie? Yes, you and watch I so much shit. I am action movie. stunned that you think it's good. Um, not only that, you this is your favourite Star Wars movie. Like, what's no, happening? But I say that as someone who I admittedly don't remember a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. Look, this has made me appreciate the Last Jedi even more. <laughs> what do you mean even or more? Even you more. never appreciate it. No, I don't appreciate it. it. No, no, but no. The things I appreciate in the Last Jedi, and you know, people will say, "Oh no, Dave, you hate the Last Jedi." I don't. I was disappointed by it, and I think it's boring, and I don't think it's a good movie. But I think, and I, but I said at the time. Ryan Johnson's a clever, smart guy who pr- produced a very coherent and interesting idea that did not make a good Star Wars movie, and also <laughs> that I don't think was executed very well from a plot level. So, however, this movie <laughs> so is you didn't like it. <laughs> no, I, whatever about that. But like, but it was he had some bold ideas and was trying to take Star Wars in a new direction. But like his plotting didn't match his the, the, thematic, and his uh, pacing was and, terrible. Yeah. However, this movie is all plot and pace, and nothing else. There's no oh, character I development. Completely disagree. It's all there's it's no all plot. Char- there's it's no plot. characters in the Last Jedi. Like, there's no time for any character because we're following. No, but they're like trying. Yeah, I look fine. I, I don't want to talk about the Last Jedi. But, but then I, you just talked oh, about fine. it. Fine. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. That movie did. That movie was trying to do character development and trying to say something. This movie didn't have time for character because it was plot, more plot, more plot. It starts like Completely running disagree. at a hundred miles an hour and then just loads MacGuffin after MacGuffin. And 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 the core problem with this movie is the Palpatine problem, um, which hey, is spoilers. It's not a spoiler. He's on the poster and is in the oh, trailers. Right, okay. um, <laughs> uh, to be fair, as much very, as I could follow this movie more than the other one, I did have to say to Dave, "Who's Palpatine?" <laughs> see the fact that you don't, 
I, I, I'd actually love to be in your head and I can see why you enjoyed this movie because you haven't seen this before I've seen everything in <laughs> this movie before I think I've seen before. it before I've just forgotten it you, you probably have so, so you're like ooh this Palpatine guy's interesting and I'm like yeah I know because it, it's the return of the Jedi it's the same thing this is it, it's, it's absolutely baffling to me that they thought that it's it, it, this is just a sign of creative bankruptcy. They wait, as opposed to the last six Star Wars movies. Well, at least the last one tried to do something different. And um, this is just like, uh, what do we do? What do we do? Like, uh, uh, Emperor, bring him back. Um, and, and then they hinge the whole. Of, like, wait, wait, no, we're not on the point street yet. Um, no, we'll get to that in a minute. But here's 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 how this how I can sum this movie up. Um. This is also in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but um, in The Last Jedi, Kylo Ren smashes his helmet in a, in a, in a fit of rage in an elevator, which is symbolic of him letting go of who he was and, uh, and Snoke saying, just take off that stupid helmet, whatever. I thought it was just Adam Driver desperately looking for something to do whatever, with that movie. You can, you can look at that like a symbol. Uh, in this movie, there's a scene where he brings his helmet to some whatever forgers and it gets, like, cobbled back together uh, and then has, like... And for some reason has the molten red smouldering, like, still in it, even though it was patched back together, whatever. But that, to me, is the perfect analogy for this. J.J. Abrams... This, this is not a coherent trilogy. This is... J.J. Abrams started a thing... Ryan Johnson came in with all his ideas and did the op- complete opposite of everyone's expectations, including what J.J. Abrams was set up, and that's why fans were so annoyed. Then J.J. Abrams comes back in, picks up his helmet, which is this movie, and then tried to cobble it together, and what we got is like a Frankenstein's monster. Okay, that's a wonderful metaphor, by the way. I really enjoyed that, but... Here's a counter-argument as someone who knows nothing about any of this and hasn't even read anything about it. Maybe here's this a, was the here's plot. Here's a counter-argument. Maybe this was the, no, but maybe this was the idea all along. Shot no, people with no, episode two. No. And then in episode three... You are, be, you are being very forgiving. To one. No, but I'm just saying, I don't actually think that a trilogy of this scale, with this budget and this machine behind it, would not have been plotted through from episode one to episode three. It wasn't. And that has been... Documented by whom? By the by internet. By probes. the internet. No, no it what wasn't about by JJ Abrams no, I, and Ryan sorry, Johnson. Sorry, I disagree with you. There's no coherency in this thing. Was there there bloody isn't. To, was someone Why? else supposed to direct this movie and then they pulled out? Yes. And who was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have the story for episode nine in episode seven. They did not. Okay. And and Ryan Johnson, all the things that about Ray's lineage is Ryan Johnson's doing in episode eight. Okay. And this well, movie, I think this is, this movie is essentially skipped over episode eight, picked up all the threads How from episode seven. How about we move to Spoiler Street? Yeah, let's go to okay. Spoiler Street. Um, um, so first of all, I did say to Dave, because the last time he went to The Last Jedi, he was like very depressed and had a, had a few drinks. So first of all, I told him he wasn't allowed to have a drink and he wasn't allowed to watch it on his own. And then so you are you pu- glad? And then, then I bought you, you bought me beer. a drink. Well, I bought so you one you beer <laughs> because I felt bad for you because it's such a long movie. Um, by the way, the pizza and popcorn was pretty epic, our snack. Let game. me tell you. Okay, now so we're on Spoiler Street. We're on Spoiler Street. So if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet, go 
don't bother going to no. see it. Just listen. To, listen I just to. don't think anyone would be listening if they haven't <laughs> seen it. But um, okay, if you haven't seen it, it's probably because you're not interested in it. Therefore, yeah, don't go. Right. This movie starts straight away. Zombie emperor. Let's do a zombie emperor. He's back in some sort of Frankenstein's lab. He's been injected by. He's been propped up by some sort of matrix machine and being pumped with some sort of liquid. He was like, was less a matrix machine and more just like a crane that he was hanging off. Yeah. So, so basically, here we go. The emperor's back, fully back. So, what was the point in anything? What was the point in Return of the Jedi? I'm sorry. The, the, I think the reason well, you part of the reason you're able to enjoy this movie so much is because you went in without the history of all these other movies and are just able to look at it as a sort of fluff piece of entertainment. And I'm so, not denying <laughs> that you can sit there and it'll whiz by and a load of stuff happens and it's mildly entertaining. But also, bearing but in what, mind that not everyone, Dave, no offence, is as invested in Star Wars as you. And for lots of, say, ch- kids, children, teenagers, this trilogy is probably their first experience of it and therefore how bad if they enjoy it or I enjoy it. Fine. No. Oh, fine. Hey, hang on. Sorry. I don't care if you enjoy it. I, good for Wait, you. You don't, don't care if your wife enjoys it. I don't. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to shit on other people's enjoyment. I'm not. I'm merely expressing my own I- extreme frustration at what I just saw, and which is just what? Why? Why undercut everything that happened in Return of the Jedi, which was the actual end of this this saga? Um, it just undercuts the, the, uh, Darth Vader spoilers for that movie from 1983 Darth Vader makes the ultimate sacrifice to protect his son and murder and, 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 and save him from the Emperor and kills him which is uh, someone who has been domineering over his life this whole time and so what that was all for nothing it's like why it's yeah. why bring him back just for just for a cheap gimmick of nostalgia and this is the whole problem with this movie I didn't think it it's was cheap. littered it is cheap it's cheap I thought they had to give cuz you know the way ch- when we were talking about the last Jedi you were saying that like Rey not having any lineage was like really subversive Yeah oh my god but can I we get think, to that no, but twist I just saying that I think that Terrible. I think that her I think that if Rey hadn't been given the plot of having that inner conflict about this bad big big bad right he's like the big baddie of the saga to give her the worst possible person as a grandfather and have her have to deal with that is what made her this movie made her interesting in this movie because she was genuinely conflicted and struggling and rising to her own challenge whereas in the last movie she kind of just had nothing to do so I think it really served her as a character and it served the plot to make it more interesting so I actually thought it was good that he was her granddad yeah no fair argument and I, I really do agree with you on that point she had a lot more going for her as a character in this. Oh, it was like and a different mo- movie. I mean, mo- different movie. But she was motivated. It was like, yeah. in, I was genuinely interested in her. Like, she, she had just faffed around to in do the last in the last movie. movie. Yeah, for sure. So However, I, I it's that just, was really cheap, cool. but it's just a cheap thing. Of course, oh, of course, she's a Palpatine, of course. And it's also no, reactionary. Didn't say that, because everyone thought she was a Skywalker Sorry, before. It's, this is reaction. No, everyone thought she was anyone. The whole theorising was race connected to... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi or I'm sure somebody said Emperor Palpatine or she's blah 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 or there's a there's a, there are a hundred theories somebody probably struck gold but this is this is my point Ryan Johnson said no it's that and that was interesting to me and I respected that now it's just like oh first of all just no forget that undo that doesn't matter no it didn't say undo that it just was like another layer <laughs> yeah yeah oh, come on you're essentially undoing and it and also Jodie Comer's her mom. that's awesome <laughs> yeah but like come on this this <laughs> 
this movie is reactionary. It's it's literally it's like it was written in resp- direct response to everything they read about the Last or Jedi. Else it's written this in is response corporate- of JJ Abrams going, "Oh yeah, I didn't like the Last Jedi," and he just wants to fix it. Maybe, maybe, fan. but or what's more likely to me is that this is a. Um, a business and they need to protect their business this is a PR this is a reaction to a PR backlash we are our, our um, money for is at stake here so we need to rectify that what do you think is more likely um, the fans hated it let's go through what did they hate um, oh they didn't like that uh, Ray's parents are nobody right oh let's bring her right back in what if she's Palpatine's granddaughter awesome let's bring back Palpatine people loved him from Return of the Jedi there's no there's no respect for this franchise there isn't it's it's just it's shitting all over it for to, to make I don't a cheap think so because book. I felt like in the overall feeling of this movie was really hopeful there's no right, feeling I, in this I movie I felt like it was really hopeful and at the end I really actually was really moved when all the other pilots came and helped them and that was the first time I cried I thought it was lovely and I thought the, they did a really good swell of the music and it just felt really good and to me that felt like a Star Wars movie so I had the feeling of a Star Wars movie it did movie. feel like a Star Wars yeah, movie yeah so fe- no no it it's felt like, like a very specific Star Wars movie it felt like Return of the Jedi because it's the same ending okay but then it's how are you the saying same, it's shitting all over it's it if it's just replicating it it's not shitting on it it, it, it because it is. It's cheapening it. It's 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 a it's a it's a copycat. They, it's, what's cheapened it is twenty years of merch how and Disney it, hammering at home. How this could movie it, isn't cheapening. Okay, it. at the end of this movie, there are two Ewoks looking up at a star destroyer falling, which is a direct reflection of exactly. It may as well have been the same yeah, two Ewoks from Return of the Jedi. It's not an homage. It's, the, it is an homage. I am. The, I am the. I am that Ewok. I am looking up at the sky <laughs> if you wish you at were this Ewok. at this empire crumbling and I'm saying I've seen this before. This is familiar. Like why are they cheering from from the from the perspective of these Ewoks it was like why would they be celebrating this thing when it happened 30 years ago and <laughs> was undone and it's just happening again? Yeah, because the, the Ewoks like, they probably have don't nothing know nothing to the, celebrate. The Ewoks don't know the specifics of it. They just know that the baddies are falling. They just know that the baddies are falling. The Ewoks don't know the specifics. And right before that, Oscar Isaac you're said... Being, sorry. Oscar you're, Isaac. Being, you're being too literal here. I'm, I'm talking about the franchise. You're talking about <laughs> what a specific imaginary Ewok is thinking. That's not my point. And also, Oscar the, Isaac had just happened. said that they're fighting all over the galaxy, okay? <laughs> it's happened before. However, in yes, but it made more sense in Return of the Jedi. Hey, stop because, talking about on, Return of the Jedi. We're not reviewing you Return of the Jedi. You cannot talk about this movie without talking well, yeah. Yes, you can, because if you don't remember it like me, then you don't care about I'm Return not, of the Let Jedi. me have my rant. <laughs> no, um, I am not letting you dominate this podcast, right? For anyone who doesn't hey, know, let when me Dave watched least, this Last Jedi, at least finish my he point. watched it on his own let and me, complained sorry, for 40 minutes. Let me, let me, let me finish my point. The, the, at the end of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> the Ewoks are looking up. The Emperor has died. He, he has been ruling over that that empire and that galaxy for four movies now or three movies at that stage that whole trilogy he's been over the whole thing the empire's been over the whole thing that's a consistent through line he's dead it's symbolic and that's why the empire can fall and that's, that's why, why the Ewoks why, care that's why the Ewoks care and that's why the, the whole galaxy will uprise however explain to me how the same exact thing happens in this movie the Emperor is dead. And now you get the line you mentioned, which is, people all over the galaxy are uprising. But 
Why? Why because is it? Sorry, excuse me. Why? I'm answering your no, question. No, 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 no. Why is, why is the First Order an, an institution that did not have the Emperor Palpatine as its leader? It had um, Snoke and then it had Kylo Ren and... Yeah, but Palpatine's helping them. Palpatine just showed up out of nowhere and no, because uh, they said at the start he's been last order. They said at the start he's been pulling the strings the whole time. It's exactly what they did with Thanos uh, in Marvel movies. Come on, it's a very common. No, trope. I'm sorry, he hasn't been present at all. Well, so he suddenly, has, according to the movie. So, hey, the guy we thought was dead is now dead. Who so hasn't been saying, here the whole time? Okay, so you're saying Thanos wasn't actually present in all the earlier Marvel movies? I'm saying, I'm saying that why why doesn't the first order work now? Because some ships that we didn't know existed until this movie are still in the place, are not able to escape from the place that we didn't know Maybe existed. Maybe because their supreme the leader has order, turned into a goodie. The First Order has not been defeated. Their it, it su- still their exists. Their supreme leader has turned into a goodie. By the way, is it a spoiler? I saved it for spoiler streak because I didn't know if he was in the trailer, but I what? loved Richard E. Grant in this. Uh, no, he had been. He's been tweeting about this, this for ages. Oh, has he? He's that was been, really he's fun. He's been so excited that he's in Star Wars. Um, now we his, need to know- his excitement for being in this movie far outweighs <laughs> my excitement for watching it. Okay, can we talk about two more things I really like? I've got a hundred more things to talk two about. Two more things I really like. I really like. So, first of all, and I heard you sighing. But I was so happy when Harrison Ford came back. Like I loved that scene. No, I agree. I, loved it. I really like that scene yeah. as well. It's one of the few scenes where I got a bit of emotion from it, was it when he called him dad. And I kind of yeah. and then there was that lovely bit. Even I know that I love you. I know a bit. And Ben and they. Where was that? Oh, was that what he said? Well, no, no. I know that from the original Star Wars movie. That movie. Oh, who said that? No, no. Ben said dad, and he paused as if to say I'm sorry, and then Harrison Ford said I know. So Ben oh, didn't even yeah, yeah. say it. And that was really moving, I thought. And yeah, that was a lovely throwback. Um, and and then, it's nice to see Harrison Ford. And then, I'm sorry, but can we talk about Ghost Luke? Because that was the okay. exact opposite of this, look and that I, was terrible. Look what I wrote here. I the can't. Moment, sorry, look at your phone as I'm walking. I wrote this then. So there was, there was, <laughs> I admit, Ghost Luke was terrible. The first half of, the first half of this movie... All right, the movie starts, Zombie Palpatine, and I'm like, this is terrible. And then, but I then, think I missed uh, that, because I missed the very start. But... The, you did yeah because I kindly went to go and get the pizzas while That's, Dave you, watched the you watched this movie in the ideal way don't know <laughs> don't watch any other Star Wars movies miss the whole beginning <laughs> wander in and just With say oh look Han Solo's here this is great um, <laughs> I didn't wander in when Han Solo sorry. was there I wandered in as what? the scroll was ending <laughs> come on anyway um Zombie, I, uh, the movie started Zombie Palpatine I thought this is ter- terrible I'm out this is dreadful uh, but then I just like said alright let's just like two and a half hours and I just sat back like, let's show me what you got movie just show me some stuff and then uh, I, I was actually like for the first maybe 45 minutes or so was like just what he was like quite well put together I think it is it coherent it's yeah it's like and it is coherent as you said and I was like yeah there's a que-. like but however it's not good or original if you ask me but it's like no, it's not coherent original. and kind of interesting to look at and, and lively and well put together yeah lively um, and colourful and I was enjoying all the stuff about like the this culture uh, that they saw and all the puppets and I was like there's a lot of interesting stuff to look at so I'm like so I'm leaning back and I'm like do you know what you know this is this is fine like I'm quite you know, this is an easy, pleasant watch, um, and I don't really care. And then, the moment where I realised I hated this movie <laughs> was when Ray when threw Ray. No, no, that's not what happened. Ray threw her lightsaber into a fire, and Ghost Luke caught it in midair, <laughs> <laughs> which is problematic at the very least, if not, but at the very least. But what it actually is is one of the stupidest things I've 
ever seen but in anything. But it looked cheap. It looked like, it they, it looked like I made it in, in like if we had a basement, I'd make it in our basement. <laughs> What's the point in having ghosts if they can touch things? They're not ghosts then. They're just still around. But they're, if the anything, they're having... just more powerful than they are in real life because they can show up wherever they want, whenever they want, and just fuck with things. Yeah, but can I just say what the worst part of it was? So it was a terrible scene. And then, especially because we'd, just seen, we'd just seen Harrison Ford who like was fully fleshy because he was a memory and is obviously Harrison Ford so he's just incredible anyway and him and Kylo Ren were amazing sorry can we take a take a breath to appreciate that you just described Harrison Ford as fully fleshy <laughs> I meant like <laughs> I meant because Luke's transparent like, no I know what you mean the quality of Luke's I just, it's a wonderful CG, expression the quality of Luke's CG right he looked like one of the ghosts from the first Harry Potter movie and that's being generous at the quality of the CG <laughs> Headless Nick and then anyway I love if Headless Nick had caught the lightsaber there's this bit where Ray's like I'm going to stay here and carry and then Luke's like Luke's like just just stands there right or, and then he just starts like making this old ship come out of the ground for her to use yeah, also First sorry of all, how did she get there does she not have a ship already no she, no, she destroyed it. That was She was throwing the lightsaber in the fire. Oh, which I was missed the, that. Yeah, oh, that was one of my many toilet breaks. Also, sorry, so he can touch things, catch lightsabers and use the force. Like, he just isn't dead. He's alive. But he's anyway, alive. can we just describe his facial expression? Because now, to be fair to Mark Hamill, at the best of times, he's not a good actor. Mark Hamill looked like he was somewhere Farting. between shitting and orgasming. <laughs> I was like, what? I have never seen a facial expression quite like it. And then really at the end, just gave her the smuggest smile. And then she the ship. So I was like, okay, so we're done with that scene. But um, hang on, sorry. On that on that note, this movie is filled, absolutely filled. I imagine deliberately with um <laughs> with as, as you as you sort of um you very um forgivingly put it, an homage. There's hom- homages <laughs> to all the old stuff throughout this thing. So him pulling the um the X Wing out of out of the water is is a direct scene from The Empire Strikes Back with the same exact music playing throughout. So they're playing with our nostalgia and our memory. They've pumped that up to 90. But this yeah, so is that part might of the have problem. helped if you were into this. I'm like, but I no, it doesn't into, help. No, but I if wasn't anything, into it. If anything, it just reminds you of what you've lost. Of what, of what, of and it what was this like forgivable. cheap imitation is that you're watching. It was forgivable that Luke was a really bad actor back then. Now it's like, no, Luke. Um, okay, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was... Um, my f- absolute favourite thing of this whole movie and the last movie is Kylo Ren and Rey, like their connection. Yeah, they're great. They are great. And like, Adam Driver's such a great chemistry. actor. And he he's such a great actor. And in the last movie, I felt like like they were never really together. They were just doing the whole telepathic thing. But there was a point where it got like quite, I thought it felt a little bit saucy in the last movie. Like maybe something might have happened telepathically. But then Luke interrupted. It was fully blessed. <laughs> but in this one... I was like I felt like they were the driving I felt like her Poe and Finn had the proper like friendship group from like Carrie Fisher Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill right I felt like that kind of vibe and I really believed them as friends the three of them and I thought it was lovely and then but her and Kylo Ren had like the proper romance and like because for me in the last movie that was really lacking like I found it quite dull and interestingly the only real bit of romance in the last movie was like this kind of really awkward unsexy kiss between Rose and Finn and they didn't even clearly they decided to not even go there in this movie because Rose and Finn are not together in this movie um, no, and no, in fact Rose is the, barely the in it the reason Rose is barely in it because this movie is a reaction to the fan reaction it just is you think? You think that's why she's not in it? She's one of the most reviled characters on the internet, for better or worse. They I listened. Just, I think she just wasn't in it because 
they decided to hone in on the three core characters and, and Kylo Ren. Again, you're being so charitable, but fine. Oh, like, okay. I, I well, dis- that's terrible. I if that's why she's not in let, it, that's terrible. Me, sorry, but let, I just sorry. think from a plot point of view, she made sense in the last one because her and Finn were like buddying up, but they didn't need her this time. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, I mean, I would argue they did never need her. But but her anyway, hey, I are. just love Kylo Ren and Rey. And can we just talk about like everything they went through? I thought was brilliant, and I just like love that in the end, like I just love the whole thing of like Ben versus Kylo, and I thought it was so moving. The second time I cried was when like they joined up together and like their force was like incredible combined and he came back to save her granted it was a bit silly that she was dead and then he healed her but then they were like kissing and we were so happy so and then he died and sorry. we just both started we laughing we both laughed so hard and I had just been crying and then I was like wait sorry the what way, the way he just like so snapped bad. back like oh, oh, oh I'm dead now <laughs> so I was disappointed because I wanted funny. them I wanted them to like be a couple like I shipped them so hard but I'm really happy they got to kiss and that he she got to call him Ben right before he died like I thought that was really nice stuff and then he kind of faded out so he turns out he had been a Jedi so I thought that was really nice and admit it it yeah, was yeah. nice yeah no that was nice that was nice it was um, a very fitting end to no, his no, character I, I like that I'm not, I'm not arguing but like this back to back to this being just this is just fan service. This may as well have been written by a fan, although in fact it was written by the guy who wrote the Justice League and well, you Batman say versus it's fan Superman. service, but I'm not a fan and I liked it. Fine. You have to admit it's more <laughs> than that. Like fine, fine. And okay. also, the Last Jedi was really divisive. Lots this of people is, okay, liked the Last Jedi. Let me just say then, this is filled with things that are just fan fan service or reactionary. Like here's a, here's a perfect example. Chewie gets a medal at the end of this movie. Which is a very yeah, I didn't get that. famous thing from uh, Star Wars. From at, the, at the end of Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, there's a big medal scene where Han Solo and Luke get medals given to them by Princess Leia, but Chewie doesn't get one. And this is discrimination against Wookiees. <laughs> yeah, so this is something that's just been a bugbear for many decades. And so this movie. It's just like yeah now Chewie gets a medal yeah, but, but it didn't make that, like? any sense in the moment what, there's nothing wrong with that but this is my point this movie is just made for and by fans it's almost been it's, it's, it's just a it's, it's, it's a complete reaction to everything they want here's everything you guys ever wanted to um, be fair I didn't get that he was being awarded a medal what I thought was happening was that he had dropped it and someone was giving it back to him because it was so <laughs> casual may as well have no been genuinely there. I thought oh this is throwing it's a bit quiet down this road no it's fine um, I genuinely thought that it was throwing back I thought it was his or I guessed it was throwing back something but I thought it was his medal so that was not clear yeah, handed to him so by another pointless character like, Maz Kanata or whatever her name is who has nothing to do with anything I liked her yeah but what's, why is she there what, what, she's what's like Leia's friend point? I guess Oh my god, we haven't even discussed Princess Leia. Here's the okay. How much of this did Carrie Fisher actually shoot, and how much of it I don't know. Like they must have CG'd CGI. her face on because they had a whole thing where they just had a CGI young Luke and Leia for no reason in a bit where he's like, "This was Leia's lightsaber," and then one day while we were training, she turned to me and said, "Luke, I'm handing in my lightsaber because someday someone else will need it." Yeah, but I think the Question scenes mark? with Carrie Fisher felt like she'd really shot them, though. Like I believe they had shot some of this with her and already. And I mean, also, she's barely in it. Like, she's barely in the movie. Yeah. So, it felt appropriate. Like, remember the... We watched another Star Wars movie 
where they had like CGI to yeah, have been died for decades yeah, yeah. and that was really fucked up because yeah. it's like he's never consented but to be fair Carrie Fisher had signed up for this film consented to be in it I didn't have that same if they CGI'd her I didn't have the same creepy feeling about yeah, it she was going to be in it it's yeah. a, this is a, this is in the same territory as Oliver Reed dying during the filming of Gladiator yeah it's yeah. like the same kind of vein and one thing that I wanted to talk about because I find it very confusing is and again I don't know the history of the forest but like I don't think Ray's powers were particularly clear because at the start of the movie Ray's like levitating no. and she can like lift um, like she lift you know that ship that she thinks Chewie's in like she's controlling a ship from the ground but then in a later scene she's jumping across something she nearly falls and she catches herself and it's like we're supposed to be like anxious and I'm like but I know she can levitate. Nothing. So why okay. would I care? Like, why is there any peril around race? I d- there's no answer to this question because the force, the force is something that is n- never clearly defined um, in the original trilogy, which makes it mysterious, right? And but it then, also means you can just get away with plot holes. But also, basically, it just means anytime they want to do some crazy shit, oh, dude, it's the force. Like when Kylo um, Ren fell down that huge hole at the end, he shouldn't have been able to get out again. Yeah, but the yeah, but the force. Yeah. Um, Oh, but, but, but what it means is, oh. but what it means is, you get things like um, they keep just adding to it and adding to it. So the rules are just like it, it just becomes sillier and sillier. In episode eight, you can do astral projection. In episode nine, um, you can just hand physical items to each other through nothingness. Um, how are they doing that? Well, I um, know. That's what I thought you might have the answer. There, no, there is no answer. I've never seen that before. Also, there's like spirits. Like there's something about the emperor, emperors. Like I'm taking the spirit of your union now to re-energize myself. No, but I'm I, like, I what think he are meant you though, talking I think he about? was saying the combined force of them is like the strongest force he'd ever seen. Yeah, but he's sucking the force out of yeah, them. I the force isn't supposed to be a, a thing that anyone owns. That was a lesson in the last movie. It? It's like this. It's like the, they didn't even watch the Last Jedi <laughs> when they made this movie. Another thing is like Luke just casually goes, "Oh yeah, I knew you were Palpatine." So did Leia. Um, but what about we watched the Last Jedi the other day, and Luke is genuinely shocked when he sees her and is like, "Who are you?" Like he doesn't know yeah, And but, he's but, scared yeah, but, of her Yeah but Luke hadn't seen Leia at that point At the end of The Last Jedi, Jedi Luke and Leia uh, reconnect So she course, might have told him then Of course So <laughs> ghost Luke hands Leia the ghost dice yeah. And then she whispers to him Raise the Palpatine <laughs> <And> <laughs> Oh no but Luke's yeah. a ghost Who's apparently been living Breathing and observing In the world the entire time So Luke's probably been Hanging out with Carrie Fisher The whole time like oh. Now one other thing That I liked is um, I really thought it was nice At the end when all the They're like You're every Jedi That ever lived And then when the guy said like I am the most evil empire of all She was like Well I am every Jedi ever And that was quite cool When she fought him Yeah but I didn't understand then the second time you know the way he said if you kill me then you will turn into like the empress of evil yeah all so the Sith when will she, pass down to you how come when you? she killed him then that didn't happen because Is it because she wasn't killing him out of revenge at that point because uh, because he'd already sucked the spirit of her union because oh, I was like this is quite a like, prisoner's dilemma how is she going to how is she going to stop him without killing him because if she kills him she turns into an evil empress and she has to sit on the throne but then that didn't happen so then I was a bit confused as well I like that the things I thought you'd have answered for you don't no that's because none of this exists there's no <laughs> there's no um, precedent for any of this bullshit but it's all just fucking nonsense we need to um, um, we need to wrap up now because it's really late and I'm tired alright yeah let, let's let's head in um, I'm glad we saw it though there. thanks here, for making me see these two movies alright here's, here's the main problem I have with this movie it, it <laughs> seems it that to it's think, Return of the Jedi it seems to think no that's that is a problem it seems to think that bigger and better bigger equals better right so you get all these 
um, analogs to things we've already seen. So you get the um, you get the boardroom scene um, of the of the emp- uh, uh, of all the generals in the Imperial Navy sitting around while Kylo Ren addresses them and that's where we meet Richard E. Grant and that's a direct reference to a similar scene in episode 4 where Darth Vader chokes a guy for the first time but this time Kylo Ren not only chokes the guy but like throws him up to the ceiling and that's like it, that's what this movie is it's like you know that Dave you just love trying to make you know crappy that, metaphors about this movie you know it is what this movie is it's hey you know that thing that you saw 40 years ago well, we're doing it even bigger, even better. <laughs> this is like 90s radical It's like sort that of, member berries thing from South Park. It is. It's, it's just like, hey, remember Star Destroyers? Well, now there's a thousand Star Destroyers. And guess what? They all have Death Star lasers. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's right. This ship has a Death Star laser and it can blow up planets. And they can all do okay, it. Okay, Dave, I and said I'm we like, need to wrap this podcast you've, up. You've, the stakes are too, like, this is just gobbledygook Okay, now. you said, so you, your biggest problem with it is that it's trying to do everything bigger. And yet I think they're trying to do less than the last one because they've less plots. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's more plot. No, there there's isn't. Like, do you not remember like, the casino hey guys, gate of the last Jedi? I'm sorry. The opening, the op- well, I'm not. I'm not defending Casino Gate. The, the Last the Jedi opening, is your favorite movie. <laughs> the opening scroll starts with um, "The dead can speak." Question like exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah, there's at least three pa- dead people and then in it's this like, movie. Guys, Palpatine's back. He's sending messages. There's Luke's a ghost, and Harrison Ford's a memory. Luke's a ghost. Harrison Ford's a memory. Um, there's a there's there's a map to an old Sith planet. You've got to get them, but there's only two in the galaxy. Oh, oh, one of them's died. But hey, there's another one. Dave, um, you don't need to tell us the whole scroll. I missed it for a reason. The, 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 there's like, there's just plot upon plot upon plot, and also, hey, she's actually. Uh, Palpatine's uh, Okay Dave Now you're just repeating yourself Okay so Hey gonna wrap and do you remember Force lightning um, Do you remember when like The Emperor was like Putting force lightning into Luke Well now he What if he did it To an entire Fleet of ships Dave Imagine that so we're going to awesome. wrap this podcast up now If you want to talk more About Star Wars What you can do is record Another episode for our Patreon Okay <laughs> We don't need it on the main feed um, so yeah anyone oh. what we should do is uh, ask everyone to message us wherever you fancy Twitter Instagram Gmail where else are we Facebook so we're at the Cinemile on social media or we're the Cinemile at gmail.com or we're the Cinemile yes. anywhere you listen to podcasts email us let us talk know talk to us on social media and I will talk to you <laughs> forever about yeah, this movie please don't I, am, I will never stop talking about this movie aim your messages at me and then I will collate a response for the, for the both of us because you do because, not want because I because I will be in a corner by myself <laughs> screaming at a wall saying they blew it all up um, god damn and you, if you, you hear blew us it up talking in excruciating detail about the last jedi head over, head over to our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash cinema where we do uh, retro movie reviews we do tv reviews and apparently we do star wars reviews the last jedi is a masterpiece <laughs> um but i'm just like interested to see if everyone like it seemed like from what i saw on twitter and again i wasn't reading any reviews or spoilers it seemed like to me that everyone hates this movie, but surely someone's liked it. I mean, our cinema. You was liked it. It's thronged. your favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, yeah, our cinema was thronged with people. Like, there must be people who like this movie, right? <laughs> if you're out there, get in touch. But actually, I hilariously saw, and I love this the way the Guardian has got different film reviewers. I think I saw both a four star and a one star 
from different reviewers. So, so that probably sums our, our review yeah. up, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, all right. Okay, thanks, everyone, Let's for listening. Let's leave it there. Thanks and for And if you haven't already subscribed to us, you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, there's loads of them. We're everywhere. And if you haven't already done so and you would like to, we'd greatly appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us. So thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening. Dave, thanks for bringing me to see Star Wars. No one's ever it's really It's such a gone. better night than I thought I was going to have. <laughs> this did not turn out as I expected for you. I'm actually really happy that you had fun. Thank you. Okay, okay. bye. Bye. The Force will be with you. Always. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.